Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> Carry on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the episode. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, yes. Um, Bryce is a grumpy poo, and I love it. <laughs> I know. This is post-work Bryce. <laughs> post-work Bryce. I mean, she's a real demon. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I used that little Trojan thing. Um, also, guys, welcome to the mini-sode. So I'm just yeah, gonna, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking jump right in. I don't care. Up, Mini-sodes are my fucking rules and not yours, bitch. They're tell me, here for Don't us. tell me what to do. Mm. Um, I saw, so I was watching um, some show on Hulu, and Trojan had a really good uh, commercial um and it was this guy, and there was um, a man standing in front of a jar of crunchy peanut butter, and then on the other side of him, there's a woman standing in front of creamy peanut butter. And this other guy walks up to him, and he's like, hey, um, I, like, um, can't just, like, I can't decide if I, like, um, crunchy peanut butter or creamy peanut butter. And he's like, he's like, me neither. And he's like, and as, uh, you know, as... Both can be made to make a sandwich, you know, both make a sandwich. So, like, what the problem is. The only problem is, as long as you wear protection, um, either sandwich is okay. I'm really butchering what they was talking about, but, like, it was the idea of, like, he was like, yeah, like, guy or girl, whoever you're, like, hooking up with. Uh, like, yeah, I, I explained it very poorly. I thought that crunchy peanut butter was an STD. <laughs> also, if any STD looks like crunchy peanut butter, I would never have sex that with That makes more sense. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, he's like, I prefer, I, he's like, I can't decide if I prefer crunchy or creamy. So, yeah, it was a cute little little, little thing. I was like, I like my peanut butter with nuts in it. Mm, I've heard that about you, girl. Mm-hmm. Mountain Oysters Part 2. Oh, God. If that doesn't make sense to you, then you should have listened to our last episode, That's bitches. true. That's true, you fucking bitches. That was a test. Look, it's a fucking test. What? <laughs> I don't know. Hold, please. Hilarious. We're not editing this out because that could not have been better timing. Oh my god, what? Um, sorry everyone, my iTunes decided to just play a song. Hilarious. Um, sorry, demons run this apartment. Mm -hmm. Um... Some mini-sode. Um, so I had a little mini-sode tidbit, and I promised myself I would stay mini this episode. Because you know what? Stay mini, y'all. It's the week before Thanksgiving. I will not be promising anything. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, <laughs> mini-sode, I... Okay, so I went home, and um, it was a journey, mm-hmm. and I made it back. You know what I also think is overused by every interview ever? Journey. Oh. How was this film? Well, it was a journey for all of us. Watch any yeah. interview, and they will say the word journey. They'll be like, it was a journey. Or like, writing this book was a real journey. That's or like, fair. this fashion line was a personal journey for me. Yeah. I agree that it is used too much. The tiny caveat that I might add to that is that when they're interviewing... Caveat those, where? Uh, ooh. <laughs> caveat, I had the door. So fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, is that, like, all those interviews, especially for, like, films where they're, they're sitting in front of a curtain and, like, the poster of the film is, like, to their left, they've been there since, like, 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, the... Like five hundredth interview they've done for some like being local asked the same affiliate. questions. Yeah, so that I I always kind of feel bad, like especially like right now, Lady Gaga. Is, <gasps> I was just gonna yes. talk about it. Everyone's like kind of made a meme of her being like, there was ninety nine people who don't believe in you and one person who does, <laughs> yes. and she thinks Bradley Cooper. Yeah, it's like yeah, it is kind of weird that she says the same thing but over Bryce, and over. But Bryce, a hundred people did not believe in you, and you only need that one. And that's you, Bryce. It, uh, well, thank you. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. <laughs> but, like, I I just think, like, it's, it's funny 
because I like all the memes that it's generated and like all the videos of it like being synced together and things like that because she said it almost word perfectly every time. But like it's exhausting and you leave Lady Gaga alone! <laughs> Bryce is the new Chris Crocker saying leave oh, Gaga alone. God, if only. I love him. Also, Chris Crocker, it's so funny because, like, he was obviously very young when he made mm-hmm. that video. And, like, he, I feel like he was one of the first, like, viral YouTubers. 100%. Yeah. And, like, what's funny is he is, A, also just as hilarious now. And also lo- super toot. follow... Super, oh. Super toot. Would... It, mm, he's cute. I'd make out with him. I think I'd be a little nervous because he's done a lot of porn and that makes me nervous. Chris Crocker's in porn? Girl. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Huh. I love when they talk about, like, Drag Race contestants that have done porn. They're like, have you seen, um... Oh, my God, I forgot her name. She was on one of the season uh, five girls had done porn. Oh, Jay Jolie. Oh, and yeah. And when I met Raja the first time, Raja was like, um, have you seen... J-? One of the first things she said, she's like, have you seen Jay Jolie's porn yet? <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, which ties into... Um, I have two little, like, mini-sewed love, stories. Love, 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 um, love. So I... Um, this story is, like, near and dear to my heart. So when I first started doing drag, um, the one of, like, the first, like, really nice wigs I bought... Um, was from Hollywood Wigs in Hollywood, and it's closing. I know. Well, and, like, I also... It, first of all, it's not out of lack of business because those bitches are busy, especially with the sense of drag race. Every time I go in there, I'm like, How, how's, like, business been? And, like, we're insane because they're, they style so many of the queen's wigs and, like, do custom orders. Like, yeah. they just, like, do really well. And, like, I mean, half my wigs I own are from Hollywood Wigs. They're amazing. Yeah, well, I think... She, so the woman, like, the super cute Asian lady runs it, and I she's retiring. And mm-hmm. so I don't think anyone's taking it over. I think it's just closing. That's crazy. I know. Like, no one can take it over? I don't... I And... Who knows? I mean, there's also another store that's open downtown um, that um, I've listened to Willem in Alaska's podcast. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Um, Race Chaser. It's so good. If you don't um, listen to it, I mean, everyone listen to Race they Chaser. They are quantifiably my Hilarious. two favorite queens. And they're like, so funny. I love them so much. Yeah. I'm always on their side. Oh, yeah. 100%. And their podcast is so fucking funny. Do you listen to it? Yeah, girl. Oh, my God. I love so it. so good. It's funny because, like, I didn't watch a lot of those early I've seasons. I've never seen season one. No. Yeah. So, like, some of it, I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, yeah. That's great. I love it. Yeah, they talked about the shop opening downtown. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I'm so bad. But, yeah, there's a shop opening downtown, and it's, like, selling wigs and, like, all, like, drag merch and, like, stuff and, like, shoes. And Willem was like, they better be selling my book. Also, I need to borrow that book. Oh, yeah, girl. You bought it for me, so. <laughs> I also have, like, three other books that I borrow from people right now. I currently need to, like, not borrow books from people because I have three books. I have a stack of books that I haven't read because I keep rereading Harry Potter. So, like, what do you want from me? Uh, I want you to read a different book that's Harry Potter. Never! <laughs> Sorry, listeners. As I scream into your earbuds. So, anyway, my, like, sweet little story um, is, um, so Hollywood Wigs, um, it was literally the week my parents announced um, their divorce, and um, it was close to my birthday. <sighs> and so I went to Hollywood Wigs on my birthday to get myself a wig. It was like my birthday present. Mm-hmm. And I this is like when I was like, I wasn't even, I honestly wasn't even doing drag. Like, I was like just getting into the idea of like, maybe, which like seems such like so long ago That's now. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. And so... Um, Anyway, I was, like, there, and I was, like, having, like, obviously, like, a pretty shit day, because I was just, you know, like, family stuff was happening, mm. and, um, in walks in Alaska. Yeah, and, like, well, in walks in Justin Honored, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Alaska, um, and so in walks Alaska, and he's, like, looking at wigs and everything, and he, like, 
I don't remember who talked to who. Oh, I think I had a wig on Alaska. I was like, ooh, that's fierce. And then Alaska proceeded to, like, help me pick out a wig. Aww. It was, like, so sweet just because I was like, yeah, like, I'm getting into drag. And he's like, but what's your drag name? And back then it was Holly Revolver. <laughs> um, it's thus been changed to Glitterous. But, um, sure, sure. Yeah. We all make, we all change. <laughs> we all become the Glitterous we were meant to be. Uh, the shirt basically writes itself. Doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, so she helped me pick a wig. And it was, like, such an endearing... Um, moment just because like I love Alaska so much and like back then I like worshipped the ground she walked on I thought she was the funniest thing ever um and so like it's it was just like such a weirdly amazing moment for me and like leaving it like it was such like one of those moments where I was like thanks universe you're really looking out for me today yeah especially on the day when you like needed a little 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 pick me up a little B shot of Alaska a little a little B12 of Alaska a little A12 ugh I love her so much I know Joe um so yeah it was so like I feel very I'm like weirdly sad about like closing because it was just like such a spot of like and I'm sure a million queens can attest of like that's where they got like their first wig or like where they went to get styled because like I, that, my wig for uh, the lip sync tournament um, this past tournament was styled by them too. Yeah. Like John Priscilla, the big one. Love big it. old, big old girl. Yeah. So yeah. It's that's... just very sad because the city right now is really going through an era of gentrification where a lot of these like very old like landmarks. Even some that are kind of like gross, seedy landmarks, like the video store down the street here. Oh yeah, and the yellow. Like, yeah, it's gross. Like I don't want to go into a porn video store, but, but like, it's closing. But it's closing, and it's kind of like weirdly nostalgic, and the yeah. city is like changing. Especially like even in the time that I lived on Sunset, like there was like a few boutiques. I went to uh, Pop Killer and Clumsy Cat. Not Clumsy Cat. Yeah, no clumsy cat. Um, and they were like two boutiques that I adored that lived were like, close to me, and I like loved mm. their stuff. And they closed just because like to keep up with like that kind of thing, you, you can't, can't anymore. Just because like online and like I'm guilty of it too. Like you can't compete with like Amazon and stuff like that, and like online Aww. ordering. And also like Aww. I think both those stores just have an online presence now. But there is something like I love the I do like the romance of like a storefront, like totally. especially like boutiques because it's so like niche and like cute, and there's like gonna be like some mean fashion girl working there who has no time for you and may not even greet you which I prefer honestly you're not going to upsell me you're going to be on your phone and I'm okay with that I want that I want this you very like cute fashionista yeah and I'm not talking about myself. Aren't you though? <laughs> so yeah, that's you? my that's my little my little titty bitty. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I have a little little story, little, little baby story. Oh, oh, a little infant story. Mm. <laughs> so I really don't try to make this a super political podcast, but, but I am who I am. Oh my god, are you kidding me? The coming out episode was us basically waving a pride flag for two hours. No, right, so it was two hours long. Yeah, and if they wanted to shorten us, they can just put us in... Why don't you just put us in the camp now? I was going to say it, I got scared. No, No. well, I mean... (laughs) Oh, it's bad. Okay, anyway. Mm -hmm. No, uh, it's funny. So, as we all know, the midterm elections just happened. Yes. And I don't even think I realized how much I was pinning on them. And the week before, I started getting really bad anxiety because Mm. I was just so afraid. My basic 
assumption is that Donald Trump will get reelected in 2020. I will not stop fighting to prevent that from happening, but nothing sticks to him. Nothing phases his followers. They support him. There's like these pictures circulating right now. This is November. If you're listening to this from the future Mm -hmm. or if, you know, we've all died. This is November 14th, 14th, 2018. So recently there've been a couple like photos circulating, whether they're doctored or not. Um, of, like, Trump supporters have, like, decked their cars out with, like, Bible verses talking about Jesus, and they've replaced Trump's... Yikes. And it really bothers me as a Christian. It makes me nauseous and mm. afraid for them and of them. But see, I, but see, to, like, to me, that is just, like, a blaring example of, like, how, like, you're not actual, like, anyone no. that would be, you know what I mean? Like, it's it just, it's such an extremist, it's such yes. an extremist, like, extremist agenda, really, it is. Uh-huh. Like, you know, and so they, I mean, to yes. make you feel a little bit better, I think that is very secular. Totally. You know, thank God. I'm not saying that there's not a big following, but I'm saying that level of insanity is, mm. I would say, very, very, very minute. I think so as well. Yeah. But the fact that it exists at all is, is, bo- is a bother. It's a barometer for where we are as a country. Yeah. Um, as are many things. Like... There's a lot that I find very, very terrifying. And we've yeah. talked about this a lot. Yeah. Um, so, leading up to the midterm election, I started realizing, like, oh, shit. Like, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I think he's going to be reelected. But the thing that makes me not feel crazy is that I just keep assuming that we'll be able to flip the house. And what if we don't? Right. And I started getting really anxious. Me too. Me too. Um, just because... All of a sudden, I started realizing, like, if that doesn't happen, we have two more years that will be identical, if not worse, to these worse. past two years. And these past two years were very difficult, very yeah. hard, and very, very scary. Yeah. And so, just now that we're post-election, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. it's nice because at the very minimum, with the control that the Democrats now have of the House. They have a seat at the table. They, if more things are going to be changed, laws, mandates, whatever, they will have to at least get some help from the Democrats. And if you look, uh, by and large, the Democrats, the new Democrats especially, who have been elected, are a sort of beautiful cornucopia of, like, women and LGBTQ and yes. people of color. Yes. In so all amazing. different kinds of mix. We look at a Muslim woman in the midst of it, and, like... It's amazing. It's amazing, and also, like... It's amazing for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, for diversity, obviously, but it's amazing as well because I think the reason there is... So many issues with so many different types of people in this country is is exposure. Yeah, and you know, and having and having like an intelligent like Muslim woman now in office can like can like change that. Like yes. a Muslim woman in Congress, that's amazing. Yeah, I love it. And so, you know, a that is very 
comforting to me. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like maybe a blue tidal wave like everyone sure. predicted it would be. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like historically, it's amazing. So the point of all of that, obviously everybody can Google what happened in the election. So I'm not trying to tell you something that you don't know. But the story is that I actually had like kind of an intense conversation with my sister mm. because she lives in Ohio, which is like essentially the swing state low key. Mm. And she lives in a district that's like the swing district. It is like the one that decided that Ohio went for Trump mm. in the presidential election. And they had a special election a few months ago for the Senate seat. Because, like, one of the old people was appointed and then they had to fill the seat and, like, it was a very close race. And it was, like, all the things that we watched happen, yeah. like, in Texas with Beto O'Rourke, who just swooned, 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 swooned. I mean... Um, that was happening across the country and in this district in Ohio that my sister lived in. And, like... I basically called her and was like, hey, because she isn't super politically active. She kind of is like, I just don't know that much about it, so I kind of don't care. And I don't know how she's voted in the past or if she has. Yeah, I know. But I just felt like this is like the make or break election. And in general, most people don't vote in midterm elections where they would probably be more likely to vote in presidential elections. But actually, and the whole point of this is that it ended up being a really lovely conversation of, like, her taking ownership of her voice and researching, like, the things she's like... And I didn't have to, like, kind of force it. I was afraid I was going to be like, look, bitch, you have to, like, fucking vote. Like, I don't care. And, like, I called her, and as we started talking about it, she's like, well, I've been, like, reading this. And, like, and like she had already, like, gotten those wheels rolling on her own. And it just made me, like, so proud to be her brother and, like, so, like, reminded of, like, what an amazing person she is anyway. And, like, you know, we all do that where we're like, maybe, like, I need to tell this person, like, yeah. that it matters and that yeah. it's important to me and, like, that they should consider it. And they're already on and further than you, like, I'm needed to worry about. And I mirror that so, so hard. It was just such a touching moment. And, like, I am obsessed with my sister. Like, she's such a cool human. But it just reminded me, like, how much I love her and, like, oh... Yeah, you're an adult, and, like, you are good at it, and you, like, do good adult things. I love that. And, like, you don't need me to fucking, like, remind you. It was just, like, really a cool little moment. I love that. Yeah. And, like, I mentioned it last episode, too. Like, my um, my older brother, um, mm. I he definitely, he's like, yeah, he's like, I always vote. He's like, I go down to the little the little church that I vote at, and the little Aww. ladies help me. And I was like, Dad! <laughs> I know! Yeah, so sweet. It was just so nice, but just because like my brothers are not people to talk about stuff like that whatsoever, but like definitely participate. And so like that's like my brother's mo for sure. Like to not like discuss it, but definitely participate. And I think that's that's the way it should be. Especially because I'm always the asshole. It's always like, like you know, because you're not supposed to ask like who'd you vote for, but I'm always like, who the fuck do y'all vote for? Because I want to know. I think that era has passed us, unfortunately. I think. That is sort of a relic of an old time where it's, like, a gentleman's agreement between the sides that, like, we're going to be civil, we're going to work together, and you don't owe anyone your vote. That no longer applies because we have a a person and persons in power who are actively trying to take the rights away of our brothers and sisters. So, like, yes, I agree. I, as a wasp, hate talking about politics and, like, bringing up awkward conversations in general. But, like, we as gay men Mm. 
and as members of a community and as witnesses to even more disenfranchised people don't have that luxury anymore. No. Like, they need us to fight now. I agree. So. And I think that the thing with that is, like, I am, like, I just had, like, I've had a lot of thoughts about mm. this. And just because, like, I don't think... I mean, in my lifetime, like, I've never seen the country so divisive. Like, I'm very no. young. But, like, it, there is an insane amount of, divi- like, division. And I think the part that's, like, really intense for me is, like, it is very easy because all of... It's safe to say that 99% of people, we, like, we associate with... Yeah. We know exactly how they're going to vote and what they're going to do. We know that. But the thing is, is, like, it is beyond time to not, like... I hate the term, like, reach across the aisle because I hate that, like... We need to meet in the middle. And, like, mm. I'm not saying, like, because some things are not a compromise. Like, I don't believe that. But starting a conversation is that what needs to happen is because mm. the more you talk to people, like, you and I talk about the things we're going to agree on 99% of what each other says. Yeah. I, like, I really, like, feel, like, challenges, like, but myself and, like, other people of, like, you may not like a conversation, but, like, how do you think anything is going to change? Mm. No, you're just going to get more deep-seated in this division because you're just reaffirming things in your head yeah. of what you think about the other side rather than communicating and realizing, like, look, my grandmother my grandmother and I could not be closer, but politically could not be further apart. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, we still, like, I still love her to death, and, like, you know, she su- supports me, and, like... I, like, pointed out some really poignant facts of, like, how, like, mm. I have a problem the problem with that because I'm, like, you do support me, so, like, this is what needs to happen, yeah. you know? And, like, and like at the end of the day, like, unfortunately, I, I don't know how she voted. I, I, I really don't. But, like, since then, like, the conversation even with us has changed. And, like, mm. the thing is, it's, like, I don't want to be, like, here's what I think and I told you so. I don't want that. What I do want is, like, I genuinely think for the future of this country, like, genuine, and this world, like, look, anymore, we are a fucking global economy. We are a global people. We are. And, like, this, like, small thing about, like, borders makes me insane because Mm. it's just, like, this, it's such an old way of thinking. And, like, I get it. I do. Like, I get it. I I get it. There's a tradition. Fear. There's tradition. There's fear. There's comfortability. There's a newness. There's fear of change. Like, there's so many things that go into that. But my ultimate point is, like, we all have to rise to an occasion, and we can't just be like, well, like, you know, throwing out terms of, like, you know, liberal and conservative and all that. Like, yeah, like, your ideals can line up with all those things, but I think those terms hinder more than help. Mm -hmm. Because, like, yeah, like, I think... I definitely veer a lot more liberal towards a lot, especially especially my like like socio political views, yeah. like very 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 liberal. But Shocking, like yeah. you know, but like there's some like there's some conservative views. I'm like yeah, I I feel that and I get that, you know. And so I think the more those conversations happen, like it's so easy easy to get people fired up. But like the problem is everyone's shutting down and no one is talking about those mm-hmm. things, and that is what has to change because mm-hmm. in the past like. That's what kind of the design was supposed to be is, like, you might disagree, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, like you said, like, the gentleman's agreement of, like, shake hands and yeah. move on. And unfortunately, like, it's in the worst way becoming a thing of the past. And, like, yeah. somehow that has to be, like, re-ignited like because it's, it's tricky because, you know, no one really wants to quote-unquote budge on their idea yeah because there's certain ideas that i'm like there's no way but we but, love saying, but if like you i told ex- you so like you said so much so detrimental it's so detrimental but the thing that i like want to see is like i just i've really really tried and like 
people I've talked to, I want to be like, why did you vote this way? Like, mm. uh, tell me in detail why. And then I will tell you in detail why I did. Yeah. You know, and like, it might solve nothing. And like, it's not, it's not going to be fixed overnight, but it's, it's conversations like that need to happen. Like, I don't, I hate trigger words. Like, I hate all the sensationalized bullshit that like, mm. just because we all fall into that trap. Totally. We all do. And I'm personally, I'm, it exhausts me. And like, I don't think I'm alone whatsoever in that oh, regard, yeah. you know? And I think it's so easy to be like, you know, like blue wave this, or like red wave this. And I'm like, this is the problem. Yeah. Like th- this only makes it more, it makes it worse. Yeah. And so that's just kind of my two to five cents on the deal. Ooh. Thank you. bargain, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just kind of what I think. Yeah. You know? Come on, America. Come on, America. <laughs> um, Stressful. Everyone, thank you for tuning in on our rant mini-sode. Politico. Politico. <laughs> this on... I was going to try to combine all the news stations. Can't do it. They all end in, like, an N. That's true. Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Closing statement. Um, I did not know that... Because I, I went in on a high note, I'm ending it like that. Smart, smart, smart. So, I was at the gym this morning, also very hungover. Cured my hung- hangover at the gym. It's science, On the y'all. treadmill. But the treadmill... was on the treadmill, I watched 10 minutes of The Price is Right, which I love The Price is Right. Yes. I always will. Yes. It, there's, it's just... It's canned... Who doesn't like The Price is Right? It's amazing. I would go on in a heartbeat. Oh, God, yes. 100%, even though the waiting list is insane. True. Anyway, I was watching it, and now... And I feel like this was, like, old news, but I maybe had forgotten. They have a male model on The Price is Right now. Really? Yeah. They have a female model, like the usual, and they also have a male model now. They have one of each now. Look at us. Isn't that great? The future is... is the price is right. The price is right. The price is right on... And also, his price was right. Girl. Oh, I, oh God. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, he's, he's real toot. Super toot. Super toot. Oh, yeah. Love it. So, guys, watch The Price is Right. <laughs> That's, I was going to say watch Queer Eye, because they do such a good job of what you're talking about with, like... Reaching and like yes. people and discovering new points of view and yes. not giving in and not like acquiescing or changing who they are, mm-hmm. but meeting people and like especially Jonathan Van Ness who uh, is very he's a very flamboyant man and like I'm not a flamboyant of Jonathan Van Ness but I relate <laughs> you know and well, like all of them like watching Karamo talk yeah. to the police officer yes all oh, watching oh. Bobby talk to the woman about fate like all of those episodes are like we disagree on things and it's like awkward to watch the scene with Karamo and the, the police officer in the car is really difficult because it's like damn they're both not saying a lot yeah in an attempt to connect and find common ground. And it ends up being this, like, beautiful, albeit awkward, like, bridge that they built. But it is a fucking bridge, like you're saying. And, oh, yeah. God, I could not love that show anymore than I know. I oh, I cry every episode. Girls, <laughs> Um. So, in closing, um, don't forget, guys, our topics coming up are Thanksgiving. Ooh. Concerts. Ah. Weddings. Yee. Yee. Um, so everyone, thank you for tuning into the mini-sode. And you can send all your stories to heybuddystories at gmail.com. And guess what? Bye-bye for now. Bye.